Good evening. My name is Daniel White and I'm the founder of the Republic Earth Project. Tonight, on a cold, wintry evening in Melbourne, Australia, I'm doing something special. I'm launching my second book via a special podcast entitled Episode 1, The Case for a Republic Earth Organisation. With COVID-19, the world is facing the greatest health crisis in our lifetime and is leading to a subsequent global economic crisis we have not faced since the Great Depression. This moment presents a once-in-a-century opportunity for humanity and Australia to rest a better future. In the post-coronavirus era, people will be looking for hope and inspiration for a better future. And democratic nations like Australia need to unite globally to construct a world and international organisations that work better to address key global challenges. Unfortunately, COVID-19 has revealed that nation-states and international organisations were unprepared for the health and economic impacts and it will take years for nations and the world to recover. We now have an opportunity to reimagine what the world and international organisations could look like in the 21st century. As people and national leaders start to question globalisation and the abilities of the World Health Organisation, we need to begin a full and frank discussion about what the post-coronavirus world could look like and how it can be better for people all around the world. Today, I wish to engage in this global discussion by officially launching my book about the need to establish a Republic Earth Organisation. In 1941, two democratic nations united under the Atlantic Charter to begin to shape a post-World War II world. In 2020, democratic nations like Australia need to unite to create a new charter for a post-coronavirus world that, from my perspective, should include the creation of a brand new democratic Republic Earth organisation. Over the last 20 years, a new geopolitical contest has emerged between autocratic and democratic nations. However, the Chinese government's failure to properly contain COVID-19 to avoid the global health and economic crises we have now experiencing means autocratic nations cannot be trusted. In addition, autocratic nations are using a new form of sharp power to weaken democratic nations and are making international organisations work more favourably in their interests. Autocratic nations through the Shanghai Cooperation Organisation and other entities are already working on developing a plan to maximise their interests in a post-coronavirus world. For example, the Shanghai Cooperation Organisation is working with the major Chinese pharmaceutical corporation, Sinsafam, that produces 91 types of medicine out of 105 produced in China, is working with China to send 14 expert teams to fight the epidemic in 12 countries, and is working with the Weidong Cloud Education Group, which is UNESCO's strategic partner, to provide education services around the world. In my book, I argue that democratic nations need to unite to counter the challenge posed by the autocratic nation-states. We need to establish a Republic Earth organisation to counter the autocratic threat posed by the Shanghai Cooperation Organisation and create a global democracy in the 21st century. In this podcast, I will talk about five aspects relating to this book. First, I want to talk about the Republic Earth Project and where it is going. For me, the Republic Earth Project began back in 2006 when I was running my honours thesis on former US President Franklin Delano Roosevelt's role in creating the United Nations as he created a democratic international organisation that was seeking to unite the world. 
in 2020, we will be celebrating 75 years of the United Nations. However, it is still yet to achieve its goal of uniting the world. The Republic Earth Project is about focusing on fulfilling FDR's goal of uniting the world democratically in the 21st century. In 2014, I launched the Republic Earth Political Theory in my first book, which argued that two political principles of democracy and the Republic were able to unite the world. When most nations were democracies and most nations were republics, both of these principles have universal appeal around the world and the goal of a global democracy could be achieved in the 21st century. The Republic of Political Theory also celebrated the emergence of an exciting global society in the 21st century, where more people than ever before were obtaining an education, obtaining a job and entering the global middle class. Over the last decade, the Republic Earth Project noted that the only impediment to creating a global democracy was that a group of autocratic nations led by the Chinese government and the Russian government had a different global world view. Accordingly, last year I launched the campaign to establish a Republic Earth organisation to counter the autocratic threat posed by the Shanghai Cooperation Organisation and create a global democracy in the 21st century. In the next 10 to 15 years, the goal of the Republic Earth Project is for democratic nations to unite to create a new international organisation, like a Republic Earth organisation, that unites the world democratically in the 21st century. Secondly, I wish to talk about the key geopolitical battle of the 21st century between autocratic and democratic nation-states. During the 1970s and 1980s, there was a great spirit of democracy around the world, with many more nations becoming democracies towards the final stages of the Cold War. Calls for democracy even reached China in 1989. However, these calls for democracy were extinguished during the Tiananmen Square massacre, which was one of the most barbaric events of the 20th century. Post the Cold War between 1989 and 2001, there was an opportunity for democratic nations to unite the world democratically, but this opportunity was missed. The 9-11 terrorist attacks and the subsequent war on terrorism diverted the attention of many democratic nations to a pressing security challenge. However, unbeknownst to many people, in 2001, the Chinese government and the Russian government decided to form the autocratic Shanghai Cooperation Organization. This was unlike a regional international organization like APEC or the African Union. The autocratic Shanghai Cooperation Organization was set up to directly challenge democratic nations. Over the last decade, autocratic nations have been using a sophisticated strategy of using sharp power to weaken and undermine democratic nations around the world in political, economic and social terms. In particular, we witnessed autocratic nations interfere in the 2016 UK-European Union membership election and the 2016 US presidential election. We have also witnessed autocratic nations seek to undermine and interfere in the political affairs of Australia's major political parties, like the Australian Labor Party and the Liberal Party. For me, as a proud member of the Australian Labor Party, this is deeply disturbing. At the same time, autocratic nations have been growing in influence. Many leading democratic nations, like the US and the UK over recent years, have sought to reduce their role in international affairs. And as a result, autocratic nations have filled the void in organisations like the United Nations and the World Health Organisation. After a decade of foreign influence operations around the world by autocratic nations, enough is enough and democratic nations need to fight back. Democratic nations need to unite. We must reform the G7, the leading body of democratic nations, and expand its membership to include all democratic nations, including India, Australia and Indonesia. 
It is true that democratic nations like India are members of the autocratic Shanghai Cooperation Organization, but we must encourage countries like India to change course and become a member of a new democratic alliance. For me, democratic nations need to unite to create a Republic Earth organization to challenge the autocratic threat posed by the Shanghai Cooperation Organization and to create a global democracy in the 21st century. Thirdly, I wish to talk about the twin forces of the 21st century of a growing world of order and a growing world of disorder and why we need to create a Republic Earth organization. For me, what excites me is that over the last 20 years, a new world of order has emerged through the formation of a globally inter interconnected global society where more people around the world have been able to obtain an education, obtain a job and join the global middle class. In the coming years, we have the opportunity to foster a new global renaissance of human ingenuity in all sectors of life, as well as create a life-sustaining society. We have the ability in the coming decade to showcase the human ingenuity from all people and from all nations, whether it be from Australia, Lithuania, Chile, Nigeria or Indonesia. Let the human ingenuity from all people and all nations be enjoyed by everyone in the years to come. At the same time, this world of order has emerged, we are dealing with a growing world of disorder, where the world now has to deal with eight key global challenges. In my book, I talked about seven key global challenges in the world of disorder, which were climate change, economic inequality, terrorism and cyber-terrorism, displaced people and refugees, harm caused by the digital revolution, threat posed by nuclear weapons, and autocratic nations threatening democratic nations. However, in this book, I feared more challenges would be added to this list and with the outbreak of the coronavirus, the world now has to deal with an eighth key global challenge in the world of disorder in the form of the global health crisis of COVID-19. The COVID-19 pandemic is facing all countries with a common threat and no country can cope alone. Even Mikhail Gorbachev has noted that when the pandemic is over, the world must come together by stating that the response to this new challenge cannot be purely national. While it is the national governments that are now bear the brunt of making difficult choices, decisions will have to be made by the entire world community in the months and years to come. Hence, the creation of a Republic Earth organisation is not only necessary to deal with the threat posed by autocratic nations, but also to foster the growth in the new global society and the new world of order, and address the eight key global challenges in the growing world of disorder. Fourthly, in light of the outbreak of coronavirus, I wish to talk about the role of the international organisations like the World Health Organisation in addressing the greatest health crisis in our lifetime. Unfortunately, all nations and all international organisations have been caught out by this outbreak of COVID-19. The World Health Organisation has done some amazing work in responding to health crises around the world over the years. However, it has failed in responding initially to COVID-19. On the 31st of December 2019, the Chinese government reported to the World Health Organization a clusters of cases of Hunoma in Wuhan, Hubei province. A novel coronavirus was eventually identified as COVID-19. In response, it took World Health Organizations 20 days to visit Wuhan, and only after 100 countries had reported cases of COVID-19 did the World Health Organization declare a global pandemic on the 11th of March 2020. It is clear the World Health Organization took too long to act, and if it faced impediments from the Chinese government in tackling the virus head-on, then the world should know. 
What is clear is the autocratic Chinese government failed to properly contain COVID-19 and now the world is facing a health and economic crisis that will take many years to recover. As a result of COVID-19, the economic impact has been severe, with the IMF stating that the more than 170 countries will see negative growth in per capita income this year, and 85 countries have requested help from the IMF for financial assistance. The World Trade Organization has stated that the decline in world trade could reach more than 30% in 2020, and we could endure a global debt crisis. Democratic nations will need to unite to respond to the global economic challenges in the months and years ahead. Shanghai Cooperation Organization Secretary General Vladimir Norov said last week that measures aimed to at early detection, early warning, early isolation and early treatment have had positive results in China and that China has been a driving force in the global effort to contain the virus and revive the world economy. I believe many democratic nations, including Australia, would disagree with this assessment. Post-coronavirus, if democratic nations unite to form a republic of organisation, then we can seek to reform the World Health Organisation and make sure we are better prepared to deal with a future crisis. If a nation reports an unusual virus, then experts from the World Health Organisation should be on the ground in a rapid response within 48 hours to work on ways to contain the virus. Democratic nations need to call for a full inquiry into the World Health Organization's response to COVID-19. We also need nations to work together to slow the spread of future viruses in the coming years ahead. Some may say that democratic nations like the US and the UK have not handled this crisis well, and that is true. However, when the autocratic Chinese government was given a chance to show global leadership, it failed, and it contributed to a global health and economic disaster. Chinese activists, and in many ways heroes, Zhu Zhengren, Zhu Xiyong, Chen Zhuxi, Ai Fen, and Ren Qixiang have all exposed the failures of the Chinese government in handling COVID-19. And Zhu Zhengren has stated that democracy is the only way out. Democratic nations can never again withdraw from international organisations because autocratic nations have filled the void and failed. The Chinese government's failures in handling COVID-19 have shown their true colours and democratic nations need to hold them to account. Calls by the Australian government demanding an inquiry into the origins of the coronavirus pandemic led to China threatening trade sanctions. Democratic nations like Australia do not accept threats and intimidation from any other nation, especially autocratic nations. Democratic nations need to unite and lead an international effort to respond to both the health and economic challenges the world now faces in light of COVID-19. Finally, I'm launching this book during COVID-19 about the need to create a Republic Earth organisation because it provides us with an opportunity for democratic nations like Australia to reimagine the post-coronavirus world. The world has become more complicated in the 21st century, but coronavirus gives us a chance to unite the world. The Republic Earth campaign is not the anti the Chinese or Russian people, but wishes to counter the autocratic agenda of the Chinese and Russian governments. We'll be better able to deal with the global challenges if the world is united, and the only impediment to a united world is the threat posed by autocratic nations. Democratic nations need to unite and fight back to counter the challenge being posed by autocratic nations. For me, the best way to do this is for democratic nations to unite to create a Republic of Organisation. It is clear under the leadership 
of both President, China's President Xi Jinping and US President Donald Trump, they have both failed in handling COVID-19. However, there is an opportunity for Australia to emerge in a post-coronavirus world to display the leadership the world needs. In 2020, Australia should lead efforts by convening an online summit of democratic nations to create a new charter for the post-coronavirus world that outlines our goals for a better world. The new charter should include the creation of a new democratic organisation like a Republic Earth organisation. The new charter should also set out a plan to build layers of global governance to allow the global society to succeed and deal with the eight key global challenges the world now faces. In the post-coronavirus world, we can move away from our reliance on fossil fuels and transition to renewable forms of energy to create a life-sustaining society. We can work on building new public projects that are for the common good for people all around the world. We can make education and healthcare accessible to all people around the world. The overriding goal must be human security, providing food, water and clean environment and caring for people's health for all citizens of planet Earth. In the post-coronavirus world, we should also hold more events that unite the world. During the coronavirus pandemic, I was pleased that the Global Citizen Project organised an online music festival called One World Together at Home that brought some joy to the world during a difficult time. I believe Australia can lead the way in the coming decade by organising to hold a Democratic Republic Earth music festival on New Year's Eve at the MCG each year. Imagine the likes of Tones and I from Australia, Soti Sol from Kenya, Zephrit from Russia, The Weeknd from Canada, Billy Ilish from the USA, Gem from China, Ina from Romania, Jay Bavin from Colombia, Rosilia from Spain, Angel from France, and Dua Lipa from the UK, all performing on the same stage on New Year's Eve. This idea to create a Republic of Music Festival can be the first step in a soft power way to unite the world on, the, on an annual basis. The next step is for the Republic Earth Organisation to unite all people and all nations around the world in the 21st century. This is the mission of the Republic Earth Project, which is to unite the world. Back in 1945, FDR had a dream to unite the world, but 75 years on, the UN has been unable to unite the world. We need to start this process again, and democratic nations need to unite to create an international organisation like a Republic Earth organisation to create a global democracy in the 21st century. This new mission begins now and I hope you and all global citizens will join me on this journey in calling for a global democracy. Thanks for listening to my talk and I encourage you to purchase a copy of my book Calling for a Republic Earth Organisation to counter the autocratic threat posed by the Shanghai Cooperation Organization and create a global democracy in the 21st century. Special thanks to my family, friends and work colleagues who have supported me on this journey of writing this book. As a member of the Australian Labor Party, I hope this idea for a Republic Earth organization can provide a new hope for Australia and our Labor Party's foreign policy platform going into the next federal election. Writing a book is not an easy task, but has been a truly rewarding experience. When you are staying at home, I thought it would be a good idea to launch my book. So you can purchase the book through a local bookstore like Readings or Avenue Books in Melbourne, and they will be able to deliver the books to you. You can also purchase it online via one of the online retailers, either like Apple Books or Kindle and there are many others.
Thanks again, everyone, and please support this growing Republic Earth movement that aims to create a global democracy in the 21st century. And finally achieve former US President Franklin Delano Roosevelt's goal of uniting the world.